0: I'm sitting here in Coach Jarrett's office, uh, second time having Link on the podcast. Uh, Coach, just how's it going? Uh, how was this last week? I think you got a little time to just breathe for a second. Um, just how's it going so far?
1: The recruiting is, it's unbelievable. The transfer era in the portal, I mean, there's 3,500 baseball players in the portal as we speak. And that was, I mean, I haven't walked in Rich and Chuck's so office. I've been doing the interviews, yeah. so it as it mounts i get there are roster maneuvers and additions that you can make and this is the landscape of college athletics it's a necessary part of it you have to be on top of it the you feel like you're a general manager a scouting director a salary cap navigator all lumped into this little hallway right here is fascinating it's very important it gives us a chance to clearly become more athletic to upgrade our capabilities on the mound and that's what we're doing. It's been, it's been wild.
0: Obviously this is something that's somewhat new to college sports I think, and this is the biggest it seemed to have been so far with the portal. Just did you ever think when you started coaching college sports that you could be a GM type like this and um, do you enjoy it or is it stressful? Is it a little bit of both of those?
1: I'll tell you right now I enjoy it mm-hmm. because there was a time when people could transfer. Um, it wasn't this easy then you went into a period of time where you could not Um, you see immediate impact in the recruiting that you're doing with the older kids that are transferring or with a grad Um, and that's really important the game has never been older like you have a chance to get a little bit older and There's a big difference between an 18-year-old kid and a 22-year-old kid. I watched it in my own son. Just the physical strength, the knowledge, the understanding, the maturity. Um, So when you can acquire that and plug people into positions that you know you're short, I enjoy that. You know, when we were recruiting 8th and ninth graders to calculate, all right, let's see, in 2027, that kid will probably play center. It's hard to even... You have to do it, but this is immediate plug-in, improve, upgrade for right now. So, I enjoy this part of it, and you can look out the window and see, all right, in my mind, he's going there, that opens up this, like the lineup, you get some left-handed bats, this helps, this guy on the mound, it frees people up to be in maybe roles that they're more suited for, which obviously we fought that this year i mean it's no it's no secret we had guys kind of thrust into roles that probably didn't exactly mesh with them whether it was age or just the ability um so i enjoy this now it's hard like this is this is difficult stuff but you got to figure it out and it betters your program and it betters your program immediately
0: you talked about the pure volume of players that are in the portal and I mean, there's there's good players from everywhere, and you probably feel like no matter who you get, you can get good players to on the field. But I guess just how much evaluation goes into it to try to find not only a good player but also the right fit for you?
1: Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, you're talking to, in some cases, coaches. They're college coaches, high school coaches, scouts. Most of these guys have advisors. With Synergy and True Media, we can sit here and watch – You can watch anything you want. You can pull up. If you just want to see the pitcher throw his changeup, you can do that. If you want to see a hitter hit with two strikes, you can do that. If you want to see every extra base hit, you can do that. So there's never been an easier time to see it firsthand without being – we can't go off campus, right? You can't go evaluate. And um, so you can do your legwork here and then you have enough networks like with our college relationships and professional relationships and scouting community you have enough people that can help you and then you talk to the family like i was shoot it was probably four or five hours yesterday of just talking to players talking to parents players a mom a dad the player again so you're trying to learn as much as you can about it the difference when you're recruiting kid that's already been in college is that. Like kind of been through the fire a little bit. So getting some of those kids that had really good freshman seasons at places and played 50-something games. I mean, look at Cam Smith now versus Cam Smith when he walked in the door. Look at Jamie Arnold now. Just the the maturity. What they had to deal with with the toughest schedule in the country. There's other players that may not have played our schedule, but they sure played a ton of college games. And that seasons you and matures you and through those fights we learn a lot about the kid their coaches kind of give us some insight and I think you can make pretty accurate decisions probably far more accurate than when you're recruiting a ninth grader and then five years later when that kid steps on the field it's a lot different than a kid that just played a full college season you know a lot more about what you're getting.
0: I know after this year obviously this throughout the year we talked about the pitch in depth and the need to kind of share that up but also I guess in the field where where do you feel like you mostly need to improve,
1: oh, Brett. Um, every role on the mound. I mean, Bowmeister and Whitaker—they fought through it. They fought, and Bowmeister got a lot better. I mean, he's not as experienced as some of the guys that we've seen at Florida State that were so that had been out there like kind of month after month after month and year after year in some cases. But he started to figure it out. He's draft eligible sophomore. So is this it? I I I hope not. I don't I don't know yet. Um, we'll get to that. Um, Whitaker, whatever role he's in, he's going to pitch and fight for you. Um, you know, with him and Crowell out of the gate, we felt we felt like we had some weapons that we could use that were totally different that we could use to balance out the middle and late part of the game. And clearly, uh, when Wyatt went down, that it just forced us into a different a different state of how to use the staff. Um, and the JUCO guys coming in, like, are they going to get through the draft? Does Dorsey Adams like? Do they? How does that work in getting them here once we get to the end of July? We don't know yet. Um, Benny Barrett and Jamie Arnold, those are nice, solid freshman pieces. Now, we probably had to put them in situations this year that ideally maybe would have been next year for them. But, hey, it is what it is, and they had to go, and they sure learned. And they're going to be better for it. So when you see those kids rolling here next year and then the preseason next February – they're going to be totally different because of what they had to go through. Oxford got a little bit better. Kirkland, I'm I'm sure there was a period of time early when people were like, why do they keep running Kirkland out there? Like, how many times? Well, A, we knew he had a chance to be special, and B, we didn't have a lot of other options. So by the end, we started to see what we thought Doug Kirkland could do. And he hasn't really ever pitched, so we had to we had to go through it, and he's actually draftable, so <laughs> hopefully we get him back. some of the freshmen like there's some good freshman pieces coming in here on the mound. I think with the returning group, the juco guys hopefully make it some of the freshmen, and then like some of the transfer stuff the last twenty four hours has been really good for us. I can't get into who or what, but it has, and that's gonna that's gonna continue so The nucleus is small, but it's there. Now how you add and what you add, it takes the staff from I think solid to a little bit more dynamic with some horsepower.
0: You mentioned the draft with a couple of those guys. I think the draft isn't gonna end until I believe July twentieth this year or something like that. Just with it being that late, how does how tough does that make it on you guys with some of those situations, and do it's you kind of have to have backup, I guess Plan B, Plan C, with those types of guys.
1: Yeah, that's the toughest thing, but yeah. it really is. There's, this transfer recruiting and all the things we're doing—that's a little bit more of along the tracks of what you would expect right. to do. You just don't know when you get to the draft. Yeah. Um, one year at Auburn, we had 11 of our players drafted and six of our recruits. Mm-hmm. So that's 17 guys, and it's hard to have plan B for something like that. So I've seen it um, in a lot of different layers. We clearly don't have that many draft-eligible guys on our team. I mean, that's what we had This very young. So um, Bo Meister, you know, what happens to Monty? I I mean, obviously the arm strength and the horsepower, the stuff – the stuff is there um, and duck. So signing, I think the signing – I've got so much stuff on my mind right now. I think it's July 25th maybe yeah, or something so. like that yeah. when they have to make a signing decision. Um, But the way the draft is structured, it's not what we might think it is. They're not taking people in the first 10 rounds unless they have almost – the knowledge they need on the signability of a dollar figure in that round to take them. So I don't know that the signing deadline becomes as critical in our situation right now. I think it's more like what they're willing to sign for and the draft isn't like, Hey, let's just pick them and sort out the signing thing after it's almost sort out the signing piece first and the money, then we'll draft. So it's a tricky balancing act. That is the most difficult part of what we do because we do all this and, Then you get to that part of the summer and how far out of kilter are things at that point. I think we'll be – I don't think that'll be a huge deal. I think, you know, Bowmeister and Kirkland, obviously, and some of the recruits. But there are situations where it's far more draft-heavy in terms of the age of the roster. And we just just don't have that many juniors.
0: Just going back to the last weekend of the season, getting that series win at Louisville, just – How much fun was that weekend with your group and and how good was it just to see them end on a high note after the struggles that you guys did go through, especially during that midpoint of the season?
1: Yeah. um, I mean, anytime you walk off the field with a win, you feel good. And, I mean, we didn't didn't have the year that you would hope. And um, I get that. And I guess the positive was you see some of these younger guys that are fighting through it and you actually see guys like at the end like okay but that's what Ben Barrett can do like we've seen flashes of it but it kind of ended on okay that's what they're capable of doing and Louisville I their arms were really good yeah. um, but Ben was hurt Ben hurt his wrist fielding the ground ball I don't know what game it was but that's why we didn't hit him for a while um, we had a trick Chuck and I had a really, it was one of the, t- believe it or not, the decision to not throw by Meister and Whitaker, going into that series. Like we were going to leave them on their, their rest period, and to see Army go out there and man, we had a, had a good chance. He had a good start, and we yeah. had a chance there. Um, so just to, to feel the, the right look when you're on the field, like just to – this looks right. Like we played. And poor Nander. I don't know the last game what was going on, <laughs> but the double plays and um, some of the other things that we did and some of the big hits, like, you see it. And, and unfortunately, like it wasn't enough all year. Like it wasn't there all year. But it it is nice to to put it down um, on on a winning note. And the Mercer series obviously was good. And the the game against Wake was, I mean that was that was fun. Mm-hmm. You know, for the walk off and Jay will to get his first hit at home yeah. here like. Uh, to walk them off, so there was some positive stuff at the end. The the biggest positive is this core young group of Tibbs and Ferrer and Cam and Diamez when he was when he was in there. How many games Diamez? Thirty six games. So you know what did he miss? Twenty something. I and then Whitaker and Baird and Arnold to see those young guys move along. Right. That was the most enjoyable part of this for me.
0: Just two more questions for you. First, summer ball—how big can that be for some of those guys you've talked about, especially just getting reps
1: and, and seeing it more and more? Yeah, it's Brett. It's it's huge, and I think it hurt to be honest with you that some of these guys didn't go swing wood bats and go pitch and go play last year. Right. We can do all the fall practice we want, in the base running and do the work and the reps, but to go off and swing wood bats and play and be away from here and gain a little more appreciation of what you have here. So go off to these summer leagues and you play five or six days a week. Um, We used to work. like We would work in the mornings and then we'd go play. Like in the Cape, I worked in the Seven Gavoni's liquor store in the mornings. (laughs) And in the Valley League, I worked in a Walmart. And there was a group of us. Um, That's important. And I tried to push the guys to, like, go play. Go get you 150. Jaime, go get 150, 200 bats in the Cape. Go play the outfield. Go play left go play right yeah Tibbs go like cam's going Tibbs going Tibbs was hurt last summer so he right. he didn't do anything all fall um, Ben Barrett poor Diamas the, the collarbone that that hurts because he's gonna it's not gonna allow him to go play Armstrong's pitching uh, Whitaker not not really needing to to go throw Benny Barrett's gonna pitch Jamie Arnold's gonna pitch Kirkland's gonna pitch um, just so valuable and it will help them. Swinging that wood bat, being on your own, showing up to the field, trying to figure out if you want to go hit in the cage. Who's going to throw to me in the cage? Are we going to take BP? How do I take my ground ball? Like, you learn a lot when you're in these summer settings and it's really, really good for the guys. Really good. And I wish, I, th- I think looking back, you wish some of those guys pro- like yeah had gone and experienced another forty five or fifty games
0: and lastly, just with all the stuff we've talked about and all the work you guys are doing in this hallway right now, just how how crucial are these couple of months just for not only you know this upcoming season
1: but moving forward overall for the program yeah it uh it never stops yeah. like it never this never ends now, as a first year coach, you have a little bit more flexibility at the roster than you right. do later, so this is a slightly different cycle. But it just doesn't stop. The evaluation, the recruitment, the roster projection of what you're doing, the health of the guys. It's the intensity of this and the work that you have to put in to to this period of time. I mean, it's got the weight of what you're doing when you're out there because this is where you acquire... The pieces that have to go out there and, and this is why major league organizations have probably in some cases over a hundred people dedicated to just scouting and the acquisition of talent, the same thing in the n f l the same thing in the n b a this this part of it is so critical to the overall well-being of the roster and then the longevity of what you're trying to do as you look down the pipe at who's coming and what you have and who you're losing. So it's intense, um, fast-paced. You know, you get up and you're starting this at 7.30 in the morning and you hang that phone up at 10.30 at night sometimes with parents and families and kids, and we're talking to Chuck and Rich, and we can't leave campus right now. So eventually this is going to happen from – all over once you're able to go out and actually evaluate some of these guys or go meet with a family. Um, So it's critical. Thank you, Coach.